Hello, and welcome to Mr. America, The Bearded Truth, covering political and social issues one liberty at a time, with entertaining insights of current events and important discussions on topics that affect us all, shining the torch of liberty and brightening the future by bringing libertarianism into our everyday life. And now, your host, the friendly neighborhood libertarian, Jason Lyon, Mr. America, The Bearded Truth on Muddied Waters Media. Hello, everybody! Hello, how's it going? I hope, I hope that you've been well. It's been far too long. I apologize for the delay. Um, But we're back. We're back. It's been three weeks. One week planned, two weeks, not so much. Uh, But we're back, and I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Um, I thought I would come back and do something a little different that we normally don't do. And that is, I'm going to be talking a little bit about the current events, right? Not without, of course, I wish Matt was here with me. I didn't, I didn't send them the invite, so it's my fault, entirely my fault. But, um, I figured we would come back. And one of the things I wanted to do, and one of the things that you know, if you guys were one of the subscribers, if you were part of the Muddy Media or Muddy Waters Media subscriber list, um, one thing that you would know is that. I asked, I was like, do you guys want to see more with just guests? Do you want to see a little bit of me? Do you want to see just me? And so the opinion of those who we love a little more than everyone um, was that we would do a little mix-up. So here we are, Jason Lyon, Mr. America, the Beard of Truth, as the intro goes. Uh, Going to be talking a little bit about current events today. So, got two things on the on the hot plate for us. Maybe give a little little tidbit, a little, little feeder into what's coming up, or... Some things that just recently happened that uh, that I don't I don't feel um, we should waste too much time on. Um, so I'll give you a nice little teaser on those. But nonetheless, um, so I'm super excited right now um, because of this opportunity. And so before we get into too far, I got to do a little bit of the housekeeping, of course. So I want to say thank you to each and every one of you guys for hopping in here, hanging out with me, and uh, as we dive through some of the current events. Um, specifically talking about the four officers there in Louisville, Kentucky, getting charged unexpectedly, uh, but but you know better late than never. And uh, also, Joe Biden says we're going to build back better when it comes to the southern border. So we gotta we gotta discern a little bit of that information there. Um, so thank you to each and every one of you guys for hopping on here, hanging out. Whether you guys are seeing us live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch float or restream wherever or not restream wherever however you're seeing us thank you so much for for hopping in here and hanging out um if you're catching us live later on a podcast thank you so much for for checking us out make sure you guys are of course if you guys are looking to lean into this a little bit more get a little more say in how these shows go head on over to anchor.fm slash muddy waters slash subscribe where you can get a little more sway over this show, you can uh, catch the sacred and heavily coveted third episode of Muddy Waters of Freedom with Matt and Spike. Um, and of course, thank you to Brian, Scott Lambrick, and for Jenny for the intro that we use on this episode and every episode. And of course, thank you to Matt and Spike for giving me this platform to come out here and talk to you guys about my opinions, my views, and my stances on things. Uh, already got a question in the chat. Are they trying to push a gun registration quietly with this new bill passing? Um, I think that the, one of the agendas is, and one of the narratives is, is to eventually make it possible for gun control, um, specifically through a registry. Um, it's going to be really interesting. And on that note, uh, if you guys missed it in Austin, Texas, 
or sorry, Houston, Texas, they recently did a gun buyback and it was fantastic because they actually had some people who were smart enough to go down to Home Depot and manufacture themselves their own weapons, walk up to them and sell them for $150 a pop. So there was a, a, a large cost there to the state and to the organizers there. And so they decided that if it was a ghost gun, i.e. if it does not have a serial number, they don't want anything to do with it when it comes to these gun buybacks. So if it's a legal gun, it's legal and it's manufactured and it has the serial number, they want it. But if it's one of those nasty black market guns, do we want nothing to do with that. We don't want to spend our cold, hard cash on this to get it back from them. So um, I think that the moral of that story, of course, is go buy yourself a 3D printer. Get out of... <laughs> Um, get out of the, the market of what they want to buy from you and just arm yourselves. Um, and of course you can say a second amendment with that. Um, but as for outside of this, so recently on the, uh, on the more recent episodes here on Mr. Bearded Truth, I was talking about a current event coming up or a future event coming up in August, um, revolving around the criminal justice reform summit for Americans for Prosperity, Ohio. Um, they have, since our last episode, they have moved the date from that August 20th and 21st, Saturday, Sunday, to uh, it is the week after the election. So I believe it is November 10th and 11th. It's going to be that Friday, Saturday. So if you guys were planning on heading down there for that, please, uh, I apologize for any inconveniences. They changed it. It was um, kind of a, an interesting circumstance there, but make sure you guys are changing over. Um, we'll see you guys in November there in Columbus, Ohio, Spike and myself, um, and, and plenty of other amazing speakers. And I believe Snoop Dogg, they may be trying to get Snoop Dogg out there. So make sure you guys sign up for that. Um, if you guys haven't already, <clears throat> but for the other current event that we were talking about, yes, this one right here down there in Brevard County, Florida, Head down to Melbourne on November 8th this year. You'll see Spike Cohen himself. You'll see me, Mr. America, the Bearded Truth. And you'll see Jordan Marlowe, Shelly, the Brazilian Porcupine, and plenty other of amazing, incredible people down there in Florida. Um, we're going to have one hell of a time. And, of course, Matt Wright will be there as well. We will have the whole Muddy team there. So make sure you guys are, are coming out there. You can sign up. If you're going to just attend, you can go to lpbrevard.org slash gala. If you're looking to become a sponsor that's attending, use the .org slash gala hyphen sponsors. Or if you're looking to see if you can help in some other way, you can always reach out to them. The uh, The email to do so is on the lpbrevard.org slash gala website. Go help out. See what you can do to help them out because Brevard County, Florida, put it on your map now. They're doing incredible things. We will see libertarianism rise from that small little county um, down there on the east side of Florida. It's going to be incredible. Um, wow. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug the other ones during the middle of the show. So we're going to change things up as well. It's interesting. Doing this live and on the fly um, by myself without having to worry about inconveniencing a guest. It it it, it brings back memories. But um, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun. Brand new format for the way that we do this. So I'm excited for this. Um, so Spike 2024 presidential candidate. Has he announced? Is that is that happening? Is, is Spike going to be doing this? You guys will have to stay tuned. 2024 is coming around the corner. Um, it would be it would be interesting to see 
what Spike decides to do in Spike's world. Um, you say it is. All right, I'm I'm believing you, Melody. I've got I, I've got my full faith behind you. Um, <clears throat> but for today, um, first I want to talk about this building back better. Build back better, of course, is the slogan for the president of the United States, Joe Biden. Um, on the campaign trail, he was quoted multiple times as saying, "Not another foot." of that border wall will be made under my presidency. You elect me, I will not allow another foot of that border wall to be created. That border wall is incredibly racist. That border wall is just antithetical to the American philosophy, to the American values and everything else. So not another inch, not another foot, not another bit of wall will be created. Well, Joe Biden this week has gone back on that um so he is deciding to close four gaps near yuma arizona um citing safety concerns but the sniff test is yeah there there may be some necessity there of not funneling people into there because there's more walls around in that area because this is closing the gaps um so there there was a path there where people would be funneled into rivers into things like that where the um Originally, the intentions for this was to say, hey, look, you know, you can't go through on these these easily accessible areas um, and you won't be able to go through um, through the rivers because nobody's going to try that. And so now we're closing those gaps. So now we've justified this to growth. But I think that the more important thing here is to understand that this is something that is not necessarily for the well-being of of immigrants of course because when we just block people out more people will of course inherently um die of dehydration during these travels it's an incredibly difficult path um across the southern border but this is more of a political move and why i say that is because there's a u.s senate candidate uh mark kelly who is a former nasa astronaut he uh he's been in some hot water because even though he is a Democrat, he still is over the state of Arizona. And so there's the immigration issue is something, you know, me here in South Carolina, this isn't something that's really rele- relevant. You've got the, the people that are principled in being conservatives, I would, I would say, um, that are concerned with the immigration across the southern border because their party says they need to be. But it's not something that is genuinely a big issue here. Yes, we do have people here that are undocumented. I, I know of a couple people. I've seen a couple people. I've worked with a couple people, but they're just trying to make their way. They're not here to, to be invaders, etc., etc. Um, and so Mark Kelly... U.S. Senator um, is trying to appeal to his people and he's trying to lay down the fires, uh, push down the fires that are coming up against him where Republicans are pushing hard for this. And so now he gets to proudly say, look, Joe Biden is helping on the immigration thing. He's helping make it uh, better. It's also protecting Yuma, which is, um, from my understanding, is much more of like a, a, a an older generation that that's there so it's more of like a retirement area it's a little bit slower pace and so you know these are standard typical boomers um uh, conservatives if you will and so there's kind of this pushback there and so now he gets that political covering so i think it's less of 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 a, a humanity sake of what they're claiming and more of that political um ended uh end in sight for them 
what else he has done on immigration because i like to cover things where i do agree with politicians here right i've talked about bernie sanders in the past even try to find some things with aoc um some things that I, I i actually like that joe biden has done around the immigration thing he's rescinded some national emergencies declarations because everything's an emergency these days somehow monkeypox made it this week but he's rescinded some national emergencies which was stated or declared under president trump so that trump could utilize other uh pools of money in order to fund these walls so he's ended some of those so he's cut at the cash cow um that is the the overall budget um in order to fund these walls so that's a good move fantastic and probably my favorite thing about this is he's actually worked to return some of the property along the southern border um in returning some of this property it was these were were actions that were being used um or were being taken through eminent domain and so of course anytime you see people getting their property back because eminent domain is is just a terrible tragedy of of a political weapon wherein you get to go and effectively steal property from people uh get to tell them what you're going to pay them and then they get you fight in court and then oftentimes they lose you get the property for much cheaper than what it is at market value so having people get some of their property returned now before we jump in and say well you know trump was just so adamant about getting this property that he he was the one who utilized this eminent domain he did start some cases but some of these cases are also dating back to 2008 so it's not necessarily just trump that's that's uh, a terrible guy when it comes to this immigration policy and of course joe biden is no innocent man when it comes to um being a hypocrite and and calling out you know the 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 uh internment camps the concentration camps um as they were quoting them as and then comes into office and starts using them himself there's some good things here there's some terrible terrible things um and and so you know at the end of the day what we as libertarians or as me as a libertarian i'm not going to speak for y'all but for me as a libertarian when i look at this you know i i see what larry sharp was saying on um patrick bet david's podcast and i've heard him speak on this before i've i've seen many libertarians speak on this and i think that at the end of the day we look at our immigration system and we know that it's broken we know that it's engaged with the um heavily driven by the war on drugs by the war on poverty by the war on on this that and the other um the the sex trafficking is because you know we have black markets and so there's a lot of of overlap with all of these conversations and so if we want to actually address the immigration um concerns if we want to stop having people be able to to straw man and call it an invasion we need to end the war on drugs we need to um do like what they've done in Nevada, do what they did accidentally in rhode island legalize um prostitution and allow for um uh, sexual assaults and harassment and um, rapes to go down um, by virtue of being able to allow the market to provide those things so that's going to of course attack at the 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 drug cartels and the the human trafficking but then there's also the aspect of our immigration system is broken outright so even the people that are here illegally as they continue to try to um get their 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 green cards to to be accepted as a documented immigrant um they're having to fight through the lottery system that's broken nobody is addressing this on capitol hill nobody's looking at this and trying to find an answer to make it simpler to make it cheaper to make it more affordable um for somebody who wants to come from outside this country to come in 
that has to be addressed. And using the government on this is one of the most ineffective and most violent entities out there. Um, it, it, it's shown to make the, the circumstance down there along the southern border just worse and worse as, as the days go on. We have to see a difference. We have to see a change. We have to see a change of heart, a change of conversation. And we actually have to be looking for solutions rather than looking to gain political points. This is really what a lot of boiling around the immigration system is, is just narrowing it down to political points. We have to see an end to that. Um, so I'm, I'm, like I said, there are some good things. There's some terrible things when it comes to, um, to the immigration policy under, uh, under president Biden. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see kind of what's going to come forward on that. Um, but we'll, we'll stand by. I'll, I'll try to keep you guys informed as to any big changes that come along, anything that, that steps out that, that seems weird, that seems off. Um, but uh, I thought it was interesting that to see this, this come up of more building of the walls um, and four, four gaps being filled. And nobody was talking about this in the media. I mean, it, I found the article one time just slipping through and uh, really nobody's talking about this. It's interesting at best. Um, but before we get into the Breonna Taylor situation for officers being arrested, I first want to talk to you guys, of course, about Kelsey Lyon designs. If you guys are looking for a graphic designer, somebody to make a new logo to rebrand or to brand for the first time, your company, your business, your campaign, or even an event, um, looking just to have publications created or business cards, you guys got to head, head on over to KelseyLyonDesigns.com or KelseyLyon.design. Um, you guys will not be upset with the quality, the professionalism, and the absolute support that Kelsey Lyon will give you. So head on over to KelseyLyonDesigns.com and use the code MUDDIEDWATERS. She'll give you a nice discount. Also want to give you a quick shout out and a big love to the NUG, the NUG of knowledge. That is, go to NUGOfKnowledge.com, use the code BEARDEDTRUTH. What you're going to be getting is you're going to be getting some NUGs, you're going to get some love, and you're going to get a lot of knowledge about what's coming in because it's illegal for him to talk about it. But it's the greener side of life. It's the lovely side of life. So head on over, um, use the code BEARDEDTRUTH. You get 10% off and you will not regret what you get. All right, real quick, addressing some comments. I have a customer who's been in this country for a decade. He's from Israel, here on a work visa, and he's been trying to become a citizen this whole time. Paid thousands of dollars, pays his taxes, and has taken all the proper steps, and they won't approve his citizenship. It is sadly, that is the truth for so many people. So many people come here and they provide everything in their work visa they they provide goods and services for their good for their families for their communities and for the businesses that that give them um, an opportunity here they do so well for this nation for these communities and because of the broken lottery system that is the immigration policy they never get to actually get their their green card and so many of these people um when their visas expire they they go back to their country many of them also just stay behind and now they're having to look over their shoulders now they've lost entire um portions of society they can no longer engage with the police so if they get into a car accident they have to be fearful that the police are going to report them and that they're going to get ice called on them then they're going to get deported and potentially even be separated from their families as a result of this that's not a better way of society. We have to have a, a, a way that, you know, people are known that they're here 
they don't have to look over their shoulders that they can, you know, if they decide to use the most militant, weaponized, disgusting, abhorrent things such as the police um, in this country, that they have that available to them. That when they are wronged, that they have means in which they can get help. Um, so we have to look at the immigration thing. Um, Melody asked, what are some very specific ways we can change the rhetoric around the border? That is what I hope the LP candidates will address in their campaigns. Fantastic question, Melody. So I think that one of the best things that we can do um, when we talk about change is to bring people to the circumstance. All too often when I'm sitting here in South Carolina and talking about illegal immigration, um, it's just an idea. There's nothing in front of their face. There's nothing that is 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 right there um, to fulfill them. And so Fox News gets to fill that void for us or CNN or who what have you. Um, so what we have to do is we have to be able to create those human connections. We have to talk about it. Hey, you know, these are people that want to have opportunities. Just the same as when we saw, um, you know, I when I speak to conservatives a lot right now, I, I talk to them. I'm like, look, you know, how did you feel? during covid when we were shut down when we were locked down when we couldn't go out and provide for ourselves when we couldn't trust the government we couldn't trust anyone we kind of you know we were doing things that were uncouth by society did you feel very welcome did you feel loved and 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 of course the answer is no like everyone just felt like they had their band of people that they could group with but they felt alienated and i said so this is exactly how an immigrant's going to feel in our country and there are people that come to this country. There potentially could be people coming to this country just to be welfare, um, just to live off of welfare, which is a, a strange idea. Because somebody's going to travel and risk their life, pick up all of what they own, and take what they can, and march with their children and their family members who go across deserts to come to this country. To live off of you? Like, it just doesn't make sense. So, theoretically, there could be some. But at the end of the day, these people are fighting for an opportunity. And so, you know, when we look back at the Anglo-Saxons, when we look back at all the white people, when we look back at, at every demographic, most demographics, they came here because of opportunities. Now, I'm not touching the slave topic right now because that's a terrible, terrible topic. Um, that was not a consensual thing. But... We have to give people opportunities. And when we look at Social Security, which is something that Republicrats love and adore, I can't have a conversation around like the, the entitlement spending without somebody talking in favor of the Social Security. We need to have workers if Social Security is going to stick around. Immigrants are a net positive to the taxpayer system. They pay out more than they receive in. Put a, put a hold on them. Allow them to come in. Allow them to be documented, to be known, hey, you're in the country. We know you're here. We're not going to kick you out. Just abide by the laws. Do what you can and uh, provide, and there's not going to be any issues. These people will provide. These people will work their asses off because they have nothing else to fall back to. For whatever reason, they don't want to be back in their home country. They know that the opportunity is here. They want to give their children a brighter future. It doesn't, it makes it better for us to give them those opportunities. Um, I will be happy to look into more conversation points on that melody and, and get those over to you. Um, but I think just talking about the humanity of it, um, talking about the humanity of it, that's, 
that's it, right? That's the ticket forward. When you put a heart in front of somebody rather than a statistic, it's hard to disagree with a heart. Um, and so that's what we have to do. wonder how the Native Americans feel when they hear about this stuff. I mean, I couldn't, I can't speak for them clearly, but I know like the more government involvement, I mean, those, the natives don't, from my perception, from what I've witnessed and or heard is that the native communities across the nation um, aren't made aware of how the system works and, and the system is used against them. And so they don't trust and they don't like the government because of those reasons. Um, and I can't blame them at all. Can't blame them at all. So we got a third topic in for today. We got to talk a little bit about immigration. Um, that's a, that's a good one. Um, definitely one that I wasn't prepared for, but <laughs> one that, that, you know, at any given moment, um, it, it, it is one of those, it is one of those last stakeholds for many conservatives, right? It's the military, it's immigration, and it's the war on drugs. Those three things are the last things for a, a conservative to convert over. Um, and so um, I should be better prepared for those. But um, the third topic that we, we had scheduled was the four officers there from Louisville, Kentucky, um, were charged. So the federal government comes through. Uh, Merrick Garland, the attorney general former Supreme Court attempted appointee or nominee um, comes through attorney general. And he uh, finally announces this last week that four officers involved with the killing of Brianna Taylor have been charged. These charges include civil rights violations, conspiracy, use of excessive force offenses and obstruction. Um, these things, whoo, um, these people, uh, quote from Garland, we allege that the defendants knew that their actions, the, the defendants being the police, knew their actions in falsifying the affidavit, the affidavit in order to get the no knock raid or no knock warrant. I call them raids. Um, the affidavit could create a dangerous situation and that we allege these unlawful acts resulted in the death of Miss Taylor. These officers, three of the officers, took steps to cover up their unlawful conduct and conspired to mislead federal, state, and local authorities who were investigating. The fourth officer, this is an officer we'll get into the circumstance specifically, uh, who is not found guilty of wanton endangerment, is facing civil rights charges and being accused of using excessive force for firing 10 additional rounds into um, Breonna Taylor's apartment. So with this whole circumstance, so there is actually, it was a really good breakdown of using the witnesses, using the police testimony and everything else on, I believe it was the Washington post or the New York times. Uh, I'll have to find out. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll put that in the, in the show notes later. Um, but there was a great video breaking it down based on the witnesses of how it, how it unfolded. It was, it was incredible to be able to see this and, and they um, used the uh, computer generated images in order to give you the play by play um, really gave a good insight um, to how everything unfolded. And also some of the misconceptions or some of the lies um, were able to be shown through this as well. So, the night of Brianna Taylor, so the falsifying police documents. So there was two people, uh, Joshua Jaynes and Kelly Goodlett. 
both of these individuals were detectives. So Joshua James was the first uh, officer trying to come through with this case and trying to go after Brianna Taylor. Um, the falsifying documents was that he was saying that there was drugs coming to that house. And we saw this narrative come through on the media. And so Joshua actually was found to have had Kelly come to see him in his garage. And he told her that we're going to give false information and for her just to buy into this. So the same night that they raided Brianna Taylor's ex-boyfriend's house um, and raided and, and took people in, that was the same night that they went to Brianna Taylor's and Kenneth Walker um, shot out um, and Brianna Taylor was killed. So, <coughs> So the start of this entire situation um, was on false information. So that's it's incredibly important to understand that. Um, so that's two of the charges. One charge for for both of those. Kyle Meany was uh, was another individual involved with this, um, but he was not called out in that garage event itself. From there the officers who were engaged that night didn't know that this was a no-knock raid under false pretenses. They thought this was an actual true legitimate um, follow through the court system and the proper channels and the proper methods. Um, So this is why the two officers who did kill Brianna Taylor were not charged um, for this. This is one of those difficult things because the legal matter, um, the they they said that you had to have that motive that they knew they were in the wrong that's why we're not seeing those charges but we're seeing these charges against these against these other four um so when they went through um most officers were coming through the front door after the first couple shots rang out um this is the fourth individual brent brett hankinson he went around and so if if i can describe to you this it's an apartment complex and so you go into like a, a, a into the stairwell and then you go to the right and that would be brianna taylor's um front door if you go out from the stairwell and you go to the to the front side of the apartment complex you can see the windows going into brianna taylor's apartment when the sh- shooting started dying down that's when Brett went around to the front of the apartment complex and shot through the windows without having any visual, without having any understanding of who was in there, um, if there was innocent people, etc., etc. Um, he shot into the apartment ten times. This was problematic for many reasons. One of those was that the bullets had actually penetrated through Brianna Taylor's apartment into the neighboring apartment, wherein there was a pregnant woman, her husband, and their five-year-old child. Um, thankfully, nobody else was hurt during that. Um, during the initial shootings at the the front door of the apartment, some shoot, some bullets went through the ceiling. Um, thankfully, did not shoot the father or the his daughter. Um, that he was there picking up or their the babysitter of that father um, or of that child. I apologize. So there was a lot of crossfire. There was a lot of, of mishandling of firearms, but we should expect this, especially considering the um, down there in Denver, just what two weeks ago, three weeks ago, you had where the officers were trying to shoot one assailant. They were, they were the only ones shooting for the day, but six people managed to get shot. Um, so it's kind of expected that police aren't very good shots, which is terrible, terrible, terrible idea. 
nonetheless so brad goes in and though he shot 10 shots blindly into an apartment building and had bullet penetration into other um other neighboring or into other neighbors apartments he was not found guilty of wanton endangerment um but he is being accused of excessive force at the federal level so it's not double jeopardy um just much needed there needed to be consequences for things like that you can't shoot into people's apartments buildings um and just go well i didn't know you didn't know and that's justification to not shoot right one of the cardinal rules is to know what's behind your target whenever you shoot if you can't even see your target you shouldn't be shooting at all um, so Brett needed to be charged on that. So now we have four officers being charged. It's a fantastic day for justice in that way. Um, of course, you know, we need to, we need to have this wave of accountability for police officers because at the end of the day, they're nothing more than Americans with just a badge. And we have to have accountability at all levels of government if we are to trust our government. So we're one step closer to this. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly excited to see this. Uh, we will, I'm sure I will continue to follow up on this case or on these cases for four officers um, and give you guys the, the verdict as well as the sentencing. Hopefully we'll be able to give you guys some live shots of that as well. I'm looking forward to those because I know some of you guys came here from the pepper door caucus and that we will continue to grow on. We will have a new pepper door hopefully um, because it will not be, um there in wisconsin so <clears throat> is it was it wisconsin anyways um so we will i will continue following up with that that is something there's some positivity out there i'm so excited for that um to see those four charges not because i like not because i like seeing people be punished but because i like to see people be held accountable for their actions and this is something when you have officers falsifying documents in order to justify going into people's homes at 12:40 at night somebody has to be held accountable somebody has to be held accountable and um so i'm i'm glad to see a little bit of justice come down um, through that, even if it has to come through uh, Merrick Garland of the Biden administration. So with that, guys, I'm, I am I know that today's episode is a little bit short. We, I'm just trying to get the feelers out there. Um, let me know. Send me send me a message on Facebook. Send us uh, send it on Muddy Waters Media. Send it wherever you can find me. Let me know if you guys like this format more. Give me some of that feedback. And of course, you guys can always head on over to anchor.fm slash muddied waters slash subscribe become a subscriber you guys get more say more more input you can also throw us some ideas as to what you guys want to cover i know that we've got the muddied murica matt wright and myself um where we're going to do deep 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 dives into specific incidents and different circumstances that is always an opportunity for you guys um but i i kind of want to keep these less than an hour if you will um my attention span is losing it so i don't want to i don't want to hold you guys to a standard i wouldn't be able to keep up so with that, I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Looking forward to seeing you guys back here next Friday. We've got a couple guests lined up coming up down the way, um, but we'll keep bouncing back and forth between me doing a solo show and me having guests on. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys are as well. We've got a hell of a, of a year coming up. A lot of successes coming down the way, down the pipeline for libertarianism. We will keep growing liberty 
each and every day each and every week in each and every way that we can so i love you guys i appreciate you guys all so much and i'll see you guys back here next week thank you guys so much for being here uh i am mr murka the bearded truth jason lion live friday nights 8 p.m eastern changing to the new time i forgot to mention that in the beginning so i love you guys appreciate you guys see you guys next week